You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded whores. Hi, lovelies. Welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. I'm your host, Danica. And I'm Riley. And before we get started here, just a reminder to rate, review, subscribe to 50 Plus Tip Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. We are on pretty much, I think, all the streaming platforms. Riley busted her ass last year to get us on everything. We weaseled our way on them. So, you know, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, wherever random site you get us, um, we'll be there. So make sure to rate, review, subscribe. It means a lot. It's a great way to show your support for the podcast, and we really, really appreciate it. Yeah, we do. We do. And also, if you know how to change the <laughs> the podcast image on Apple Podcast through Squarespace, please, for the love of God, tell me. I've searched everywhere. It's literally the bane of our existence. Yeah. Uh, but don't kick us off Apple Podcasts. Keep yeah. <laughs> and while you're at it, don't forget to check out our amazing sponsors for this season of 50 Plus Tip. Yes, we have X9 Bikini, which is an incredible swimwear and exotic wear company. Um, If you have worked at all in Vancouver, then you have definitely seen girls wearing their gorgeous stuff. Um, they, They come in a bunch of different cuts and colors, plus almost every cut you can tie a bunch of different ways so you never get bored. Yeah, and we... We actually wore them for our shoot for this season for 50 Plus a Tip, and we got to wear a bunch of different ones. It just shows how flattering they are on different body types, because as y'all know, Riley and I are built a little differently, so (laughs) it is a testament to how flattering they are on all shapes and sizes. And don't forget to check out La and Lashes, which is our amazing lash girl. She makes our eyes pop, and she lets me um, use her as my therapist when I don't have a therapy session that morning. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she really does a variety of different styles, so wispy or more dramatic. I have definitely the more full volume, uh, mega volume look, and Riley has more of the wispy. Yeah. And she also does the bottom lashes, which I started doing, and they're awesome. So definitely check her out. Her Instagram's at Lavian Lashes, which is L-A-V-I-E-E-N. L-A-S-H-E-S. And she also does colors. Uh, I have actually a mixture of black and brown at the moment, which I really like. Um, I have very small features, so I find that it's just a little less harsh when I'm not wearing makeup. Yeah. All right. Life updates. What is new and exciting with you? I feel like I've been working a, a ton, really, since the last... I mean, the last time we recorded, I was working, and now I'm working again. (laughs) Can you believe it? Twice. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but life updates. uh, We we went away. We had a lovely little uh, two-sleep away um, out in a cabin. It had a wood-fire-heated sauna, a wood-fire-heated... like a hot tub hot kind tub, of style a thing. A wood fire heated fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> I really love wood. <laughs> yeah, that was out in uh, not Sunshine Coast. It Hope. was out in yeah, but that area of Hope's named a specific name. Sunshine Valley. I think it's called oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, it was really it was really cute. Um, not too far from home. It's about a two and a half hour drive, which is nice and convenient. Don't have to hit a ferry. Yeah. Um, which is what we wanted. A bunch of us and our close girlfriends got out there and enjoyed. Yeah, two nights away. Just a little mountain air freshness escape from the city, which, yeah, um, yeah no, was, it was very nice. welcomed and needed. I feel like we could have done one more day, one more week, perhaps a month out there. Maybe a year just yeah. escaping <laughs> off the grid. Yeah, and then, of course, like I, I laugh because 
I was telling my parents, I'm like, you know how most girls have a getaway trip and they go to Vegas and they get drunk and do a bunch of drugs and make bad choices? I sent them a video of us. We're all just like sitting around the fireplace reading our books like yeah. midday and then playing escape room board games at night, um, which is fun. That's exactly what my like soul needs when I'm not working. So, Well, it's so different as well. Like, you know, we spend every day at work out, you know, quote unquote partying or being in a party environment, being sort of the... That's in the top of the town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, like we, that is our work. Yeah. And so relaxing for us or going away for us is the exact opposite of what, what you want to do. Right? Oh, exactly. No, hundred percent. Um, yeah, I, um, that's honestly the, my only life update, which you just stole and, and told people, but <laughs> <laughs> you mean the life update that we did yes, together? Yes, that's all I had. Yeah. Um, no, I've been declawed. I took oh, my nails yes. off. I actually don't hate it. I feel like it looks very like simple, elegant. Yes. Lovely. Did you get like a shellac or you just got No, nothing. 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 Just, nice. uh, declawed myself. I, um, yeah, this year I just want to be a little more on top of, um, Honestly, just being smart with money yeah. and um, these like excess things I don't need. So I don't really need the nails. Um, if anything, they've been giving me a pain in the ass lately because I find like they've been lifting a lot mm. or just having constant issues with them. So I'm constantly going in every week to fix something or one breaks off. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to have my natural nails. Um, and then I'm, maybe I'll bring my natural hair color back eventually too this year. Oh, yeah. And just be low maintenance. I like being low maintenance. I just It's too much to upkeep everything. Yeah. I know. It's such a... I mean, you, you've seen my nails. I let them grow out for about three weeks longer than they should have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, I have seen this. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's just a, the time commitment. Like with everything else on our plate, I don't want to spend two hours at a nice nail salon. No, exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, it's different when it's like a pedicure where you can like be using your hands. You can like be making yeah. phone calls. You can be doing that. But when they're... I drive them crazy because they have my hands and I'm like switching hands out. I know. Like, I just like... I oh, I... And this is, like, something I probably work on. I like can't handle dead time. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to be, like, getting stuff done. I need to be, like, you know, tax season's right now. You get my taxes done. Like, so. Yeah. But if you are at a nail salon and you can't use your hands, remember your headphones and listen to 50 plus a tip pot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Plug a shamelessly. <laughs> and then sneak a hand away to review, subscribe, and write. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, I have, like, literally no best pretty much all my love updates. And I have really no exciting work things because I, I haven't been working at the at the club much lately I've been yeah. um yeah I just um yeah have I worked really at all the club not really not really I've been very lazy about work, club work lately I've, I've been I find like at one point throughout a year I'll get to a point where I'm like oh I do not want to be in the club it's like I get like a weird anxiety going in and I felt like this month I felt that a lot yeah. I think also you were gone for two months, so I was like, no one to suffer with. <laughs> like, but you're back, so I'll I'm have back, a baby. suffering partner <laughs> once again. Yeah, I I know it's hard. That's why I, I like stage so much, is because it literally forces you to be there. And then just the sheer amount of time that you spend with the other girls on stage, at least you have someone to suffer with. Yeah. You know, at that point, it's hard to motivate yourself to go into the VIP by yourself. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't really have that much work updates either I did do a fill-in stage last week on Friday and the vibe and I talked to some other girls at like other clubs as well but the vibes were awful like the money was like not very great but it was just I got on stage and I started dancing and I like to bring a lot of like energy to my nighttime shows um I like to kind of play with the crowd I smile at them you know and 
not a single person like smiled back. It was such a horrible vibe. Um, Interesting. Yeah. There was like a small amount of tips, but I would say at least for my first three songs, there was nothing. And then even the DJ tried to be like, yeah, like let's, you know, cheer and clap, like applaud for the girl, like let her know that you love what she's doing. Fucking crickets in there, dude. <laughs> Let's remember to smile, people. Yeah, I, I've never been so embarrassed to be on stage. Yeah. Well, maybe more uncomfortable to be on stage. Yeah. 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 I'm embarrassed. I mean, like, no, I mean, I didn't do anything embarrassing, but yeah. like, you were uncomfortable. Was, yeah. It was to the point where, like, I thought that I was like, fuck, has my tampon, like, fallen out? Did I, like, and into pee my drink? Pants? And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, what am I doing? Like, is my tit sideways? Like I like there was yeah. people just looking at me like I had just like no business being there. Popped out a tampon on stage and everyone was like, <gasps> like Although we are like thinking of tricks for this yeah, yeah. <laughs> for our next show. So keep that or so, jot yeah. that down. <laughs> but I talked to the other girls and they had like very similar experiences. So I think it was just a vibe and same with another club. Yeah, um, I heard another club too. Yeah, that. it was just like uncomfortable. And apparently the rest of the week was great. I just got unlucky. They heard um, you were coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody, nobody clap. Let's really tear her down. She's been um, having too good a time up there. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just remember a story from the club that I was absent for, but I heard about. Um, I'm good friends with the manager at our club. So he was telling me that this guy was sitting at the bar and he was saying about this girl he had witnessed on stage the night before, I think, or sometime that week. You know, she was amazing. She needs to come back. I want to see her again when she on. Um, she danced at this song. He stated the song and, uh, the guy was like, the manager was like, well, I don't know all their song sets, you know, like what, what did she look like? And he's like, oh, she had dark, short, d- short, dark hair, really big fake boobs, um, super skinny, like whatever. And he's like, what? Like no one matches the, all those things. Like they check off two, but definitely not this one. Right. And then, uh, the bar clears out and he leaves or whatever. And then later on, in comes blonde haired Miss Riley <laughs> Blonde haired, small titted Riley. Natural, natural movies. Natural small breasts, Riley. Playing that song, dancing to that song in like whatever theme that guy mentioned. And yeah. then he, the manager just like laughed because he's like, What? How did you get yeah. dark hair, big fake tits? <laughs> yeah. To be fair though, I have been I, at that particular club, I do not wear my wig. Um and I only recently dyed my hair blonde again. But you didn't you had blonde hair that, that week. Yes, but he said that I had come in a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I, I just unless you randomly had fake boobs that week too. I think he's yeah, really I hot. Strapped with my mom, baby. Didn't say that. It was a hot <laughs> you hit. know those like really fake good fake silicone things yeah. in movies? You just have that for one of your shows. Yeah. Although And then fun I peel t- that off. <laughs> I that's strip out that's your fourth song if you lose the boobs. <laughs> um although that would be such No one steal that, that's great. <laughs> That would be a really good study, though. If you could somehow wear really good prosthetic fake tits yeah. and see if you make more money or less money. I think you would make less money with big fake tits because your persona is so... throw up my... Throw up. <laughs> oh, my God. The audience would literally throw up. Wow. Tell me how you really feel about big tits. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would throw off my, like, yeah, as you said, like, whole persona yeah. and then also, like, the rest of my build. Like, yeah. I don't have... You really look like a zipper either. or whatever people yeah. call it. Describe it. A what? A zipper. <laughs> you know, like the head of the zipper and then it's like flat. <laughs> I've never heard that. I've heard like something like that before. I just made that up. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I think um, 
But that was like, that was my only work story and it wasn't mine. So I liked it. Yeah, I really, I don't have that much either. I feel like people have been pretty boring. <laughs> boring. <laughs> um, we, uh, we also love, rate, review, subscribe, but also when you uh, write in about previous episodes, like when you list apps and you're like, I just listened to episode of whatever, and you yeah. have some kind of take on it when it's favorable to us. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we had a listener write in and they said, I find it interesting the strip club in New Zealand was so quick to point out that the girls made $300 an hour while failing to acknowledge that they now make $500 an hour off the backs of those women. Mm-hmm. The club should be happy with all that money they make every night off the door and their overpriced watered-down adult beverage. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes, ma'am. Valid, valid remarks. <laughs> okay, random musings for this week. Do you want to do yours first? Or do you want me to do my first? I Mine's do- an am I the asshole? I can do my first. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, my turn. Uh, so I kind of want to put it out there as well of like a um, suggestion box or story time or whatever, but I am seriously considering going off hormonal birth control for like the first time since I was... Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. 15, so only three years ago. (laughs) Why did you originally go on birth control? Um, I went on birth control because I was going to have sex. At 15? No. No, I no, I must have been later than that then. Maybe Child. it was I must have been 17. Yeah, cuz I lost my virginity at like 17. You're just a baby. Even I look back at 19, I was like I had no business in my virginity. I should have been yeah. 30 when I lost my virginity. Yeah, because I was I started dating my boyfriend just before I no, just after I turned 16, and we were together. 16. 16. <laughs> yeah. and we were, As we now call it, yeah. <laughs> and we were together for a year and a half before we had sex. So, yeah, I must have been 17. So, only a year ago. <laughs> Child. <laughs> um, yeah, that was way off. But anyway, I'm thinking of going off of it for, like, the first time since I, you know, you know, some, some many years ago. Um, and why? Because you want to have little Riley Devines? God, no. Sorry to anyone who wants kids. Has kids. Ew. <laughs> You're <worse. laughs> Um, No, because I think that I might not actually be mentally ill. I thought you were going to say something else. Um, um, no, I um, was talking to my sister when she was at home and we were sort of like talking about birth control and I've had like, I've had just like, constant problems with my uterus and my vagina since I got my IUD in. Mm, relatable. Um, yeah. I just feel like I get one thing and then I get rid of it and then I get another thing and it's just like uncomfortable. And I don't know. I just like feel like I can track my pH problems back to when I got like my IUD in. And then me and my sister started talking about, um, the different birth controls. Cause she had the, um, Depo, which mm. is the injection Shot, that you get every yeah. three three months, and we were like comparing what was in it. And I have been on the pill. I have been. I had the um, what in your arm? Jadella, which is the yeah uh, the rod in your arm, um, and then I had the IUD and the the hormone that is in all three of those. You have the hormonal IUD. You don't. Have I have yeah. IUD. Sorry, I have the mer- marina. Um, 
but I've heard really awful things about the copper one with like cramps and stuff mm. like that. Mm-hmm. That's um, and I don't think I could get an IUD put in again. Like it was horrific. Um, but I, we looked at it and the hormone that was in each of those three is so heavily linked to an increase of, um, anxiety and depression. Mm. And I tracked back like where my mental illness was getting really bad. (laughs) Uh, Obviously like I had been dealing with like a small amount of eating disorder stuff before that, but like really it started getting bad when I, when I like went on the pill and then the Depo-Vera, um, the hormone that's in that, um, is not linked to an increase or a decrease of, um, of like any sort of mental, mental illness. So if you have depression and you start taking Depo, it's not going to get worse. Or if you don't have dep- depression and you start taking it, you're not going to like, it, it, do- it doesn't make you more susceptible to it, I guess, uh, yeah. to say. I think this is a good time to place a disclaimer that we are not held responsible for any medical no. advice that Riley decides to give at this moment. No, no. This and that uh, we have not done these studies of ourselves and we are just stupid yeah. whores. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like we were kind of going back and we were like, you know, reading information that's available to like us on the internet, which is, uh, yeah. With a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. But I just like kind of tracked back everything and like my antidotal life. And I was like, I just feel like I need a body reset mm-hmm. just to like get everything out of me um, and see. Except the cum. It'll stay in you. <laughs> like, yeah. And just like see how I, how I do like mentally without yeah. being on birth control and then also like physically without like yeah, yeah, yeah. being on birth control. Don't you, don't you see people gain weight when they come off birth control? Is there, is that when they go on well, birth control? Well, no, you can gain weight going on birth control oh, too. But people have like, I don't know. That's And that's what I want to say is like, have you ever gone off like hormonal birth control after, you know, such a long period of time? Like, you know, I've been on it for 11 years straight now. But it's so weird because I'm only 24. <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre. <laughs> math, math ain't mathin'. Okay. Um, but, you know, has anyone ever gone off hormonal birth control? What was that like? Birth control. Birth control. Again, we're not scientists. We're not. Yeah. The things that helped you were the things that you wish you knew prior to. Prior. What do you, like, if you have a partner, how do you manage it? Because my friend had, like, a a massive, like, problem with the amount of, like, the pills. And she tried, like, seven different pills. Wow. um, And they were just, like, not agreeing with her body. Um, And now she does the basal temperature Mm. and, like, tracks Mm -hmm. her ovulation and is just, like, obviously careful uh, and... um, it doesn't have any, like you know unprotected sex around the times that she's more um, at at risk of pregnancy. <laughs> she fucking more. <laughs> um, and so I also wanted to know, you know, if anyone knows how to do that properly. If there's some resources that I can look into, um, yeah, or just like if anyone else has had you know gone through that struggle. If anyone else has gone through the struggle of like BV or thrush or anything with IUDs, like let a girl know she's not alone. Yes, we can use our stripper platform for your personal medical. (laughs) Um, I will post on the 50 Plus Tip pod Instagram Mm -hmm. um, asking if anyone has experiences with all of that. And also, if you do want to 
directly contact Riley about it. You can contact her Instagram at underscore underscore Riley, Riley Divine. Yes. D E V I N E, not yes. divine like D I. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll you instantly confuse. <laughs> instantly confuse you. <laughs> um, yeah, that's interesting. I have literally no skin in that game because I've never done hormonal. I went on the mm-hmm. marina once for like a month and I um, had absolutely all of a sudden I just had literally no sex drive and I was like okay no like this is not it for me I like to have sex with my partner Um, and then I stayed on the copper so I've been on the copper for you know the two years that I've been legal age (laughs) and uh, yeah it's hell I hate it I have really 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 painful periods like to the point and anyone that knows me like I get my like my tattoos laser removed for an hour straight no breaks and like anyone or like I've had like you know I've gotten a lot of fights and stuff and like people are like holy fuck you have a high pain tolerance and like for me to be like fuck that hurts like it's like it, it's debilitating for the average person like it's I have a high yeah. ass pain tolerance so for the days that I'm like holy fuck with my period pain I'm like another person would literally carve their uterus out like there's no other I can't imagine other normal people being able to tolerate the pain yeah it's crazy um and then my periods are super fucking heavy like I'll go through a super tampon in 20 minutes mm-hmm. um, oh and also, I want to know if your earnings changed from being on birth control or after. Because remember, we read that um, mm. study about the like ovulating and stuff. And people yeah, the chemistry between us was about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a very interesting book. I would actually read that book again. That was a really good book. Yeah. The chemistry between us. Yeah. Anyone's interested? We talked about it in a last a previous season too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. We got a lot, a lot of uh, polls for you guys to get on yeah. to fill us in on your um, intimate details of yeah, your life. <laughs> give me the story of your uterus. <laughs> Let me know her. <laughs> um, Let's get acquainted. <laughs> okay, so my random music is more, um, you know, on t- my <laughs> random music. It's not about you. Is uh, this episode is Riley's episode? <laughs> uh, so this is more, you know, geared towards our actual audience of strippers. <laughs> um, so this is an "Am I the Asshole?" and the title, and it, this is from. Uh, the Dancer's Resource, which we love, Krissa. She's been on the podcast before. So definitely check her out on Instagram at The Dancer's Resource. And this was a retweet from Am I the Asshole on Reddit. And it says, Am I the Asshole for demanding a refund on drinks I bought a stripper? It goes, I regularly visit a gentleman's club in my area. And for the past few months, I've been seeing one particular dancer in quotes, Tiffany, not her real name. <laughs> In addition to tipping her and getting dances, I buy Tiffany at least one drink every shift. She always requests the same thing, a screwdriver made with a certain brand of vodka. A while back, I went in and Tiffany sat with me as usual. I ordered Tiffany's drink with the bar- from the barmaid, got one myself as well. But when I, slipped, when I sipped it, I didn't taste any alcohol at all, despite having seen the barmaid pour from the same bottle she used to make Tiffany's drink. Tiffany excused herself to freshen up, and after the barmaid walked away, I grabbed the bottle and poured some into an empty glass. As I suspected, it wasn't vodka. It was a plain old water. When Tiffany came back, I asked if we could go in the back for a dance. When she sat on my lap, I asked her about the fake vodka. I told her I knew it was really water. She tried to tell me that it was a one-time thing because she's visiting her sick grandma tomorrow and doesn't want to be too hungover. I pressed her and asked her if she'd been getting water shots the entire time we'd been seeing each other. She finally admitted that she's a Mormon and doesn't actually drink alcohol at all. I admit that I got very upset about how she lied to me, so she called a bouncer and I got kicked out. When I tried to go back, I was told that I had been permanently barred from the club. I told him I wanted to speak to a manager and he threatened to, in quotes, kick my ass into next fucking week if I didn't, ha- if I didn't leave. I went home and called the club and the manager answered. I told him I was basically frauded and that I wouldn't, 
wouldn't demand my money back for the aborted lap dance, but I wanted a refund on every drink I, I was tricked into buying for Tiffany. I've been seeing her every Friday and Saturday, plus a few other weeknights from time to time. So even assuming I only bought her two drinks on Friday and Saturdays, that puts me at two drinks times two nights a week times 20 weeks equals 80 drinks. Every screwdriver is $12. So that's put me at $960 spent on nothing but orange juice and water. He called me a yutz and hung up, but they haven't heard the end of this. Am I the asshole? Yes. Um, yeah, because what does it matter to you what she's drinking? Like, you're upset because you were overcharged for an orange juice, but, like, what does it matter to you? You were happy to pay, pay the price when you thought it was alcohol. Why are you not happy to pay the price now that you know it's just juice? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I always think, too. It's like, um, it's like, uh, exactly. It doesn't impact you any, whether it's water yeah. or vodka. You would pay the same. It, the only impact is on the person who's buying it, and they didn't want to drink vodka, but they wanted you to not feel like you are drinking alone. It was yeah. more so, it's, it's not for the girl's sake. They're, they're not pocketing. In most clubs I've worked out, you don't get to pocket the extra money you make off that shot no. or that drink. No one really does. The girl's still punching in, and the bar still gets, like, it's still, like, Whatever. The club makes it, essentially. Yeah, but they would have made it anyways at the end of the day. Um, It's more so for not to ruin the vibe. So you still have the illusion of having a good time. And, you know, you don't feel uncomfortable or judged by someone who's not drinking with you. And we wouldn't have to if you could simply accept, I don't drink. But they don't. They push and push and push. Yeah. Um, So someone responded. And they said... If there is even the slightest amount of truth to this, you're the asshole. You weren't defrauded. You paid for a drink and she got the drink she wanted. Think about what you're upset about. Someone was less intoxicated than you wanted. That makes This makes you a total creep and a predator. Mm-hmm. And then the original poster replied and said, It's not that I want to get her drunk. Just a little tipsy so she'd be more flirty and touchy. Lots of guys buy drinks for girls, even not, even not at strip clubs. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's really hard. But that is exactly what it was. Like you can't accept the fact that she could be fun sober and she was obviously fun because you didn't notice that she wasn't drinking 90 weeks or whatever it was. 20 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. 20 weeks or something. Yeah. So yeah. 20 weeks. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think that says a lot about this person. Exactly. And I like that. That's what that person responded to. It kind of says that you're like a creep and want her to be more intoxicated than she was, which is what it comes down to. And, and what you wanted was for her to feel like you were having a good time and you're drinking you guys are drinking together yeah Yeah, which is exactly what what she gave you yeah exactly no i completely agree so verdict asshole 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 (laughs) (laughs) okay so last week's poll recap the first poll we put up was best amazon finds or best online purchases um first one shiatsu foot massager machine godsend after club shifts yeah let me write this down yeah right Actually, um, let's make a little wish list of all these. We should actually. Um, Audible account. Love it. I love yes. an Audible account. Uh, Psychology of Money book. I've heard a lot of good things about that. Um, I have the best spatula and frying pan from Amazon. <laughs> um, a duffel bag with a shoe compartment for dance heels, and the zipper is big enough for a lock. Hash, er, check mark secured. I purchased the Emerald ta- tablets and decoding it. So much hidden knowledge. What's that? I don't know. Purchasing the Emerald tablets and decoding it. I assume maybe it's a book. We will do a goog real quick. Emerald. Ta- purchasing the emerald tablets. Do, 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 do. 
And what is it? Did you find it? Uh, I did, yeah. Um, the Emerald Tablet, also known as the... Oh, I'm going to really butcher this. Oh, God. Samar... <laughs> okay, help me out here. Smaragdine? Yeah. Well, that's, see, that's kind of what I said. So it's S-M-A-R-A-G-D-I-N-E. Smaragdine? Yeah. Uh, as a compact and cryptic emetic text, it was highly regarded by Islamic and European um, alchemists as the fountain, uh, as the foundation of their art. Interesting. I want to know but more about this. But is it a book or is it? Um... That is... Purchasing the Emerald Tablets and decoding it. Yeah, that? so I, I guess it's, yeah. Uh, two classic books on Hermetic philosophy. Yeah, it's a book. Yeah. That you have to decode, I guess. It's a compact and cryptic Hermetic text. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that was uh, your best buy this year. Um, okay, next poll. Weirdest things you've been tipped. All right. The first one, three totally separate guys gave me one weed, two edibles, and three mushrooms all on the same day. Yeah. Um, an ice cream cone. Just the cone? Yeah. Did it have ice cream in it? I hope so. <laughs> well, my lactose ass doesn't, but. Um, a man handmade a wood altar with a carved pentacle for me. That's dope. Yeah. A torn dollar bill stapled together. <laughs> no tape? <laughs> um, one piece of candy. <laughs> Oh, no. A fist pump, and I'm still mad about it. <laughs> a kitten calendar. A kitten. Kitten calendar. Not the weirdest, but the most memorable. A real gold coin and throwing $2 bills instead of $1 bills. A single piece of fig pie from Spain, because he remembered I lived there a few years back. Where were you, and how long was that pie out yeah. and about? Yeah. Yeah, how long did you have that? Um, their business card with a throw-up face. Huh. Poker chips. Oh, I've been tipped those. Yeah. Oh, which means I need to go to the casino. Yeah. I keep forgetting. I have, I have like $300 worth of chips in my bag. If I got to go back. Uh, magic mushrooms. Gap Target Starbucks gift cards when they didn't have cash, lol, and they were loaded, too. Oh, no. Uh, a cookie. Client gifted me the shoes he bought me to wear during a foot worship session. I do get that a lot. Mm. I love that. I love that for us. Um... A Leonard, a Leonard Skinner cassette uh, and an old map of Quillen. Both tips were somewhat con- contextual. Still weird, though. One uh, of those little bottles with a pick of my ass on it. Um, I used to get tipped a lot of weed. Also, notes folded into boats and argami. Mm-hmm. Three cigarettes on a dance. An ounce of weed on, on another one, which was much more appreciated. <laughs> Some... Chinese yen. Yen? Yep. Y-U-A-N? That's not yen. I, yen is y- Y-E-N. Yon? Maybe it's, yeah, in, in Australia? Maybe that's how you say yen. But I always thought like, the yen was what is Y-E-N. Y-U-A-N. Y-U-A-N. Yuan. Yuan. Yeah, Chinese. Yeah, but what's how do you pronounce it? Does it say? How do you pronounce it? Oh, Google does it. She goes, Yuan. <laughs> she like <laughs> says it to you. I love it. Uh, I do it all the time. No. Because we're not good at pronunciation sometimes, you and I. We get a little screwy. Yuan. Yuan. Okay, I figured, oh. I figured it wasn't yen. 
Because yen is Y-E-N. Yeah. Chinese yuan in Australia. I want a whole collection of other money. Okay. Maple syrup. A chunk of alabaster, African bone bracelet, and a vintage compact. Cute. Uh, One ounce of pure gold coin. A hairbrush for spankings. A bag of jelly beans. Someone took me their grandma's recipe for marshmallow squares once. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that's probably fire though. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The whole West Line hates you for sure. Um, A customer didn't want to tip at all, but insisted on buying me Uber Eats instead. Um, A painted skull, not angry about it though. A bundle of lavender. And a squash. A squash. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what the weirdest thing you've been tipped is? We were both tipped this, and I only remembered it the other day because I saw the guy. Oh, God. This is the thing when you dance for so long, everything blends together. Or people tell me, I was like, oh, that happened to me. Yeah, okay. Um, The weirdest thing? I actually have no idea where mine is. I don't know. What was Um, it? It was... A model train with oh, his graffiti on it. Right. <laughs> I saw him in the club the other day. Oh my god! Because he was like a rapper or something, right? He was like, I rap and I break dance and I make model trains and <laughs> I tag things. And then he like broke. He broke dance. Broke dance. He breaked the dance broke. in front of us. <laughs> broke dance <laughs> in front of us. Remember in the corner? Yeah. <laughs> we were yeah, like, oh jeez. Then we had the model trains. That was good. Yeah, model little model trains. Yeah. I also have. Um, um, I was at a gig once and the guy like could do like magic tricks and he like did a magic trick with a card and yeah. had me like sign my name on it. So I have that. I always keep it in my bag. Yeah. That's like, I don't know, good luck, whatever. Um, interesting. Yeah. Good memory. Our last poll. Would you ask your partner if they had been with someone hotter than you in their past? I'm so sorry for the person that like. That you ripped into. I ripped into. I just think it's <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> um, so 16% said, yes, I'm curious. 84% said, no, I don't care, slash, I don't want to know. Yeah, 16% of you are fucking masochist. <laughs> <laughs> then someone said, I'm a cuck, so I love hearing about my husband and past, husband's past partner, slash, women hitting on him, etc. But asking if they're hotter? No. That's insecurity and has nothing to do with their partner. This person is setting themselves up to be hurt in a desperate act of reassurance. Oof. Yeah, well, I She's agree. I had a partner tell me without asking. That's not one of the options, though. And I said, love to hear it without, love to hear it without even having to ask. Yeah. Okay. And they go, no, it was awful. They straight up told me I'm not the most attractive person they'd been with. I already knew their ex was a model, but I didn't need to brought up to me. Shit. <laughs> That's so rough. And I was like, oh, sorry. I just assumed that like, there would be like, you're the hottest one, babe. Like, and they were like, she's like, nope, just more standard man behavior. <laughs> like, yeah, really. Woof. All right. So I'm going to pose a question, kind of going off the same idea of this, relationship questions. Um, should a partner like other people's sexy photos on social media? So obviously, like, you know, we have a lot of friends who post, yeah. you know, sexy work photos. Do you think it's okay for your partner to go and, like, double tap them? Do we want to answer ourselves right now or should we let the, move it to the poll and then we'll talk on it after? Move it to the poll? Yeah, we can move it to the poll. Okay, so we're going to ask you guys that. Should a partner like other people's sexy photos on social media. And the next one is DMing someone that they look hot cheating. So say they post a story and they're in like a sexy pose and then your partner replies their story, you look fucking hot or this is a hot photo of you or you look sexy here. Is that inappropriate? Is it cheating? Um, we'll put that to a poll as well. So let's start some fights on video. Yeah. <laughs> start some fights with your man. Down with the men. <laughs> Um, okay. You guys will not fucking 
believe this. <laughs> <laughs> the long-awaited review. <laughs> We're doing it. We're Finally. reviewing it. I'm afraid of men. <laughs> I'm afraid of men by Vivek Shreya, um, which is a great book. So a quick um, kind of summary of it. Vivek Shreya has reason to be afraid. Throughout her life, she's endured acts of cruelty and aggression for being too feminine as a boy and not feminine enough as a girl. In order to survive childhood, she had to learn to convincingly perform masculinity. As an adult, she makes daily compromises to steel herself against everything from verbal attacks to heartbreak. Now, with raw honesty, Shreya delivers an important record of the cumulative damage caused by misogyny, homophobia, and transphobia, releasing trauma from a body that has always refused to assimilate. I'm Afraid of Men is a journey from camouflage to a ride of color and a blueprint for how we might cherish all that makes us different and conquer all that makes us afraid. So let's start with your general overview. How did you feel about this book? I liked it. I liked it. It's a, it's a quick read. Um, it's shorter, or if you're audible, it's, it's a short audible. Um, I think I listened to it on like, my ride to and back from a Whistler gig one time. Yeah. Many moons ago, (laughs) but I re-listened to it recently when I was at the gym because I needed a refresher. Yeah. Um, I do like it. I think it's well-written. I think it's um, relatable as someone operating a female um, presenting body. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What was your, what was your thoughts? I really liked it as well. So uh, the way I kind of took my notes on it was I just went through and I I wrote wrote notes on each part. So one of the first things I mentioned was uh, she talks about why she's afraid of men and she says, because it was men who taught her taught me fear who used the term girl as an insult who taught me to fear and hate my femininity um I mean I think I think that's relatable like it's a you throw like a girl like you cry you're gonna cry like a girl like it's like constant like girl is an insult Mm -hmm. and and even as a as a cis woman you hear that a lot like as if being a female is a negative thing or a lesser thing you're a pussy yeah little bitch yeah exactly um so I think that was like a important kind of like first kind of thing they, they mentioned yeah. um she also says after coming out as a trans girl um she made efforts to choose outfits that weren't going to draw unwanted attention worrying about being alone with males example student after class asking about their grade um when they she was she was teaching at a class at a school um mm-hmm. and the student came to ask about their grade she like instantly got uncomfortable being in the room alone with him um, overly friendly in emails to male coworkers, including unnecessary expression, um, explanation, explanation marks, um, and et cetera. Um, in other words, she's kind of learning ways to either avoid men or to handle them with extreme care, um, and avoidance if possible. Yeah. If true. avoidance wasn't possible. Um, and I think, I think you can, and I, and every person presenting as a female in the world can relate to that. How, if you're ever alone in a room, unfortunately, like that's that goes through your head it's like am I safe in a room alone with this man I've never felt that alone with a woman mm-hmm. um at least for myself I've never felt that or or even even simple like the way you email a man as opposed to the way the way you email a, a woman um is so different yeah. you have to take these un, un, unfortunate precautions to to be polite and to let them down easy as to not anger them um and, and I agree just like putting a lot of exclamation marks and emails and you know there there was that study done a uh, well not really an official study but there was sort of a trial done where women used male names at the end of um of an email as a sign up on an email as opposed to female names and the response they got was just like vastly different yeah it's wild um one thing i do like that Victoria mentioned um, is they they said that after coming out as a trans, they realized 
the male privilege they had been enjoying previously. Um, and I, I appreciated that note. I think that was like a big realization for them that mm-hmm. now that they are operating the world as a woman, um, they really noticed how much male privilege they even had. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that you don't get to hear much of that kind of, um, someone who's experienced the world in both ways. Yeah. And can kind of say, you know, I, I was part of that, mm-hmm. that privileged position. Um, they also say something, you know, that we've say a lot, uh, the bar is so low, <laughs> you know, what is typical of men? Um, in other words, what's acceptable. Um, and then she kind of goes on to explain what a good man should be. And she has this quote that says, the stress of a girl is to be, to be good is so much more than boys to be good. Um, so I think that that was, um, a big takeaway as well. Mm-hmm. And then they also, they go into a part where I believe it was like a dinner party and they're talking about like cleaning the dishes. And they said that the men like will, will willingly accept female or feminine labor. And then they praised him when he was uh, um, presenting as a male as a, in quotes, good man when the, he helped with, when she had helped with the dishes. Um, sorry, I'm not sure which um, pronouns to use because she, she was talking pre- about yeah. um, when they were presenting as male. Um, so if that makes sense, how I just tried to explain that, but they were said, Oh, you're such a good man. Yeah. Um, because they were helping the females with the dishes. And then they just kind of noted like how low the bar was. Like the yeah. women weren't praised for doing the dishes, but then the minute they came into the picture and was like, Oh, I'll help with the dishes. They're like, Oh my God, you're such a good man for helping with the women. Like, yeah. But the women for didn't get that. Like feminine tasks. Yeah. And like thing. the women weren't praised for doing that work. Yeah. I actually want to go back, um, to the part where you said to be, um, you know, the pressure of being good is not like, is different for a man and a woman because I really like this, this quote, um, says to be clear, the stress on girls to be good far surpasses any stress that might, a man might feel to be good. This disparity perhaps best exemplified by the fact when a girl does something wrong, few mourn her goodness. We really hear, I thought she was one of the good girls. Women who behave badly are ultimately not given the same benefit of doubt as men and are immediately cast off as bitches or sluts. Men might be ridden off as dogs, but their reckless behavior is more often unnoticed, forgiven, or even celebrated, hence our cultural fixation with bad boys. Mm. Well, that's very powerful. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's a really good one. Um, Vivica also goes into reflecting back on being on the playground and thinking about... Um, forcing a kiss on a fellow schoolgirl, And um, they say in quotes, I scare myself at the parts of me that even as a young age felt the need to explore and exploit the female body. How and when did I learn that this behavior was permissible? Um, I think that's a really powerful reflection mm-hmm. too, that like even at that young age, forcing a kiss on a woman, like why they, they had that realization of like, why would I ever think that was okay? Like yeah. when did this, when was this kind of behavior allowed to exploit and explore a female body that wasn't invited, wasn't consensual? Um, and, and the reflection that they didn't question that until they had come out as a woman either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they also said that the the disdain for women and femininity is insidious and even infecting those who even claim to love women. Um, and then list a bunch of examples of misogyny. Um, which is funny because, you know, these men will all be like, oh, I love women. It's like, what do you love about them? Their vagina. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, then they have, they have so much misogyny and disdain for them. Um, they have another quote. I think a man deserves to be put in his place. I wish when I was learning how to be a man, I had learned less about how to take up space. And I was taught how to be respectful of other space. 
Um, we have so many of the same. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of powerful uh, takeaways, I think. And then kind of near the end, they made a comment about, um, I'm also afraid of women because I've learned I can't fully rely on women for allyship or sisterhood or protection from men. Um, and then they, they kind of get an example of when they were mm-hmm. being bullied. There are women that were kind of laughing alongside these male bullies. Yeah. Um, and I think I've, you know, I've witnessed that myself. It's like, I think it almost like hurts more. Like when a man says negative things about a woman, I'm like, well, of course, like it's a shitty man. But when it comes to from a woman, I'm like, fuck. Like, you know, you're against your own, your own. Yeah, <laughs> like you expect that from a man, but you don't expect that from a woman. Yeah. And it's like, but you know how hard it is to be in the world as, yeah. a, as a female presenting person. I think I'm afraid. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say afraid because I think when I think of afraid, it's like a physical yeah. uh, thing. So I don't know if I would say like, I probably wouldn't phrase it. I'm afraid. I'd mm. probably say like, I'm disappointed. Like yeah. if I, if I were to write the book, I would say I'm disappointed in how women can't, someone, someone refused to be allies to fellow women. Uh, yeah. Also, it's really disappointing. Another thing, too, is, like, how many feminists, in quotes, feminists I know, but are told TERFs. And, like, I see a lot of women, actually, we know, that are sex workers that post, like, anti-trans stuff. And I'm like, oof, like... Yeah. Doesn't sit, it doesn't sit well no, with me. I agree. Yeah, and I think, uh, to be honest, I think that saying that you're afraid of women is, like, is, um, like valuable too because there are a lot of women that will sell you out and oh, there are God, a lot yeah. of women that like and you, we see it like through social media and stuff as well it's like women are constantly fighting for the right to choose over what happens to their body and then you have this too big of a subset of women saying well you deserve that like because they have different views yeah they don't think that like it, i don't know i think that women in some cases can be just as horrible oh, for sure. as men because like yes the the physical as like the physical um uh threat, threat might, yeah. yeah is different but to have to be a woman and to experience the world as a woman and to still try and like you bring know down yeah other break yeah. yeah break down other women is like arguably even more terrifying yeah i um I also, I wonder if part of it's like people like, because they know how much of a hell it is to be a woman in the world, that the way they can like have a fighting chance in their mind is to separate themselves from women. Be yeah. like, look, and I'm not like her. I'm not like, you know, the, the females. I'm yeah. a man, a pick me girl. Do you know what I mean? Um, which is sad. And, and it, I think it's like a bigger societal issue of survival. Yeah. yeah. It's not, and that's not remotely an excuse, but I think it's a, maybe a reason why some people think they should act like that. Yeah. Um, or some people are just fucking shitty because I know a lot of women that are fucking shitty people. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> that too, yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, would recommend checking out this book. Once again, that's Vivek Shreya's I'm Afraid of Men. Um, it's a short book. Sh- quick listen if you're doing Audible. Um, yeah, I think it was, it's a very, um, yeah, I had a lot of respect for the author and um, I, I enjoyed the read. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, listener emails and questions before we go. First one, I feel like I'm so dorky and awkward with my interactions. How do I become sexier? I feel like Take it away, real dig at me. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you really emphasize the dorky, hey? And you stared at me while I'm doing that. Um, embrace it. Please. <laughs> so she can. Um, but jokes aside, like I think playing into it 
is going to be beneficial. Like, I don't think that just trying to like become a different person is, is going to be helpful. And I think you're going to find being awkward and stuff in that as well. Um, just practice. Like it's on like hustling at the club just kind of becomes second nature like reciting a script at one point in time so if you can find something that like sort of gives us ode to the fact that like you're a little bit dorky because you don't want to shut off who who you are like as a person because it's going to be harder to like keep that up if you get regulars or harder to keep that up in champagne rooms if you sell like an hour two hours the the times that we've been the quote-unquote the dorkiest at work we've made you know some of the best money ten dollars yeah irs (laughs) but you know some of the best money because people yes they want to come in here and they want the sexy fantasy and stuff but they also just want to forget about their lives yeah also i think too like Dorky is, like, relatable to people. Like, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I think I've seen a shift over the years that, like, this, like, stage girl, this untouchable, mm-hmm. um, gorgeous woman with fake breasts and, like, you wouldn't see her on the streets, like, this, like, creature of God mist. Dears. Yeah, like, this mythical thing um, was what used to sell in the strip clubs. Um, and then I think, I don't know, maybe it's just the rise of, the average girl coming to the strip club now who doesn't put that much maybe money into the look, like in the sense of like doesn't buy all the plastic surgery, whatever, and literally comes off the street with like the hairy armpits and like everything and like the hair not done and like men. And I think too, you see that arise with like the OnlyFans too. I think that's why OnlyFans is really popular because it's like that person could be your neighbor making OnlyFans besides, yeah. you know? Um, so I, th- I think I've seen a rise in that of like that more in the club and men liking that more in the club, that like girl next door. I She walks out the club, she's the same person. She doesn't like change her hair or looks or anything. Um, that I see that more a lot in the club more. So like those dorky girls do be mucking, fucking raking it in. Yeah. So um, I don't think it's a negative to be like approachable and like um, relatable. Yeah. Um, the awkwardness that you feel can is just practice. Yeah. And then the, the dorkiness that you feel just needs to be harnessed. Yeah, exactly. I think the awkwardness is probably something only you're feeling and the dorkiness is like it can be used as an asset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, best online pole and flexibility classes slash courses for tricks being slinky and sexy. I don't know why, why you're looking at me. I'm the least, the least flexible. <laughs> That's why I assume you look for the courses. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> um, I've been enjoying Stretch It, which is an app on um, both Android and Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have courses for beginner, intermediate, and advanced for front splits, uh, standing splits, middle splits, back flexibility, mm-hmm. um, hip opener exercises, um, and so I, they have like daily ones and then you have rest days and stuff. And depending on which one it is, it's usually, I don't know, anywhere from like seven to 10 minutes, just like 45 an hour. Um, so I've been enjoying those. I would say those are good in terms of like just getting a daily stretch in, which I'm terrible at. My back does not thank me for. That's an app you said? It's an app. Yeah. What was the name of it again? Stretch it. Stretch it. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, for flexibility, I was, like I said before, I was born flexible and I grew up dancing. So, like, I will just stretch on my own because mm-hmm. I just know how to stretch. Um, and then, yeah, online pole flexibility classes. 
Um, there's so many like pole instructors on Instagram and TikTok, and honestly, just like search it up, you'll find someone. And like think that's like I think it's like your unique style, like what you yeah. like and who who you like and how they move, and then follow their stuff. Um, and then also like the best thing is in person. So wherever you are, if you are at your strip club and you see how you like a girl, how she moves, or the shows she's putting on, ask if she's in- interested in being compensated for like some classes, like one on one classes with each other. Um, because I think that's the best way to learn is in person. Because if you're watching something and you're teaching yourself incorrectly, you're now you're gonna have the double work of unlearning how you taught mm-hmm. yourself and learning it the proper way. So I think that's always good, even just to get the foundations in person. So someone can physically correct you, um, would be like my best suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next question. Some steps to ensure your safety as a stripper inside and outside the club. Pray to Lilith. <laughs> Pray to Lilith. Hail Lilith. Um, do you want me to go through mine and then you can see if you have anything to add on? Sure. Okay. So my inside the club is um, you square and cash. Um, e-transfers as a last choice because mm-hmm. that's, you know, associated to your bank and that's, you know, your um, legal name might be attached to it if you don't have a business account. Um, carry protection item on your body at work if, if, if it's legal. So either having, um, you know, some kind of like pepper spray or... Um, Switchblade, which it's probably not legal wherever you are, but finding what is legal for you to have mm-hmm. on you, which is a protection thing. Hifty um, keys, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, keep your drink in your eyeline at all times. Um, and if you happen to turn around, like this might be like overly precautious, but I'd rather be overly precautious than under. Um, if you happen to turn around, someone takes your attention away from your drink and you notice that you didn't have it in your eyeline for a minute, even just a fucking te- second is all it takes to put something in it, uh, don't drink the rest of the drink. Mm-hmm. Like just move it aside. Even if you're like drop something, you go down to pick something up, that's a chance for someone to do it. That might sound super um, hypervigilant, but it's a good thing to be hypervigilant. So um, yeah. There's also um, a couple brands... Uh, that you have like drink toppers and mm-hmm. they come in scrunchies and stuff like that and you put them over like a glass and then you put a straw like through it stretches that. over the opening of the glass yes so it's like it shields it so if you are sort of moving around a bit you know it, I mean it's great for both in the strip club and also just when you're going out to drink with the girls you know yeah I've also heard there's like straws that can like change color when things are mm. put in your drink so if you know how to get one of those and can bring it to the club and just have your own straw that you put in your own drinks that'd be a really fucking cool way yeah. to like I don't know how how accurate they are but worth checking out um the biggest thing don't drink if possible if you're okay drink, working sober that's I think one of the best safety tips is to be you know, on your A game sober aware um don't tell people identifying things about yourself or about other fucking workers. Yeah. Um, also, don't tell other workers identifying things about yourself. You don't know these girls. You don't know how shady they are. I've heard recently there's a girl in a club telling people personal things about other dancers. So unless you really know someone can trust oh, yeah. them, uh, you know, keep your keep your private information private. So yeah, that would be another thing. Outside the club safety tips: um, keep cash in a safety deposit box at the bank. Um, that's I think the, the safest way. Or if you um, can't don't want to use a bank um keep it in a safe that's not in your home so i think i tell girls that all the time do not keep cash at your home even if it's in a big safe don't keep cash in your home um especially if someone finds out where you live like like i keep zero money at my house at all times Mm -hmm. like no money needs to be in my home um i can go to the bank and pay take out money if i need to um and even if someone doesn't know where you live, like anyone can get robbed or broken into like you know at any time so never keep cash in your house 
Never keep identifying information in your house. Um, if you're driving, park your car. If you're driving to work, park your car close to the club so you're not walking at night after you've made money. Um, or get somebody to walk you to somebody the trust to walk or you. Something, yeah. Yep. Um, if you're using an Uber or a taxi, have a friend know the license plate and the make of the vehicle that you're getting into. Let them know how long it should take you to get home. Nowadays, I think you can share your Uber yep. rides with another person. I don't prompt me every time. Do you want rides? Know where you are? I'm like, sure. You know, for sure. <laughs> knows everything about me. Um, so yeah, take take advantage of those opportunities to tell people where you're going, how long you should be there, when you'll be arriving, etc. Um, carry protection item with you again, whatever's legal in your area and, um, have a work page that's separate from your personal social medias. Yeah. Um, the drink cover is called nightcap, the one that I know of. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's oh, witty. A, I like that. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it, it's literally a scrunchie that you can put over your drink and you can place a straw, um, in it as well. Um, they also have uh, disposable ones as well that is just on a sticker. And it's almost just, it's basically just like a large circle sticker that you can pop over a glass. Um, I know they also do wholesales as well. So if you have friends that run bars or anything like that, that it would be, you know, it's just a precaution, right? Just to have like a, an extra seal of safety. <laughs> Um, other than that, yeah, really making sure that you double check license plates of Ubers and stuff. Um, I have definitely had an Uber pull up to me that had a different license plate, um, as it, what it said on, uh, Uber, even though it was the same make and model and I did not get in that car. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you're the only one in that car. I've definitely heard of girls having, um, you know, Uber's pulling up and there was two people in the car, which is, you know, unless you've used like Uber pull is like an absolute no go. Um, yeah, just don't, don't get silly with it. You know, just like stay vigilant, keep an eye out for yourself because you can't expect anyone to look out for you either. Um, make sure you don't give personal information out. I really echo, echo so much of what Danica just said. Um, and then just, you know, make sure that you have a friend to like tell where you are or where you're expected to be. And yeah, make good choices. <laughs> oh, that's what Bailey Sarian says all the time after a podcast. Oh, really? Make good choices. My yeah. mom, when I went out, would always say to me, have fun, but not too much fun. I like it. I like it. Awesome. I think that's it for this episode, guys. Uh, check out Vivica Shreya's book, I'm Afraid of Men. It's a great one. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay safe inside and outside the club. Practice your flexibility. And check out the polls on our Instagram. You guys can find us on Instagram at 50 plus a tip pod or email at 50 plus a tip at gmail.com with any questions, comments. We love getting them. I think that's it for us. I think that's it. Yeah. Message me about your uterus. Yeah. Riley wants to know all about your uh, inner workings. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Have a wonderful week. And happy whoring. Bye. Bye.